And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Hurry up, Raymond. We're only popping next door. You think I was making you climb Everest the way you're carrying on? No, this is a waste of time, Sharon. All this mystic nonsense. My time is precious. I should be looking after my clients. Now, come on, boss. We're already late. Hi, Mo. Here's my boss, Raymond. Sorry we're late. Delighted to meet you. You were right, Sharon. Raymond has brought the sun and Venus into crystal tips with his handsome face. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. Not at all. Now, i let you into a secret. When I do a reading for an important client like yourself, I always look at their birth chart beforehand for extra depth. But how do you know my date of birth? Uh, that was me, boss. I bumped into Sam and she told me. <sighs> you look so young for your age. Do you think so? Absolutely, Sharon. Would you be a sweetie and make coffee while I do Raymond's read? Of course. Uh, I'll put the closed sign up so you don't get any walk-ins. Thanks. Okay, Raymond. A little sun gives you a warm heart and being in the fourth house with a Taurus ascendant. You like the security that money provides. Can they tell me how to help my wife, Charlotte? You know, when she returns from her retreat. She'll need to have her own meeting. But the chariot means your life is going to change dramatically. However, the change will be initiated by your partner. How fascinating. I'll get my wife to come and see you as soon as she gets back. Perfect. I look forward to meeting Charlotte. Just remember, your role at this time is to support rather than to lead. Cup of tea, Bob. Oh, thanks, Dan. That'll be lovely. My throat's as dry as a badger's bum. Hey, what's up, mate? You look worried. Oh, it's nothing, boss. I'll get over it. Or rather, we'll get over it. Lee, have you had a row with Laura? Come on, spit it out. Oh, can you keep a secret? Of course I can. I'm watertight. All right, then. Laura had a run-in with Alistair over how he treats Chantel, so he's trying to force her out of serenity. He's threatened to harm her and the kids if she doesn't. And he's hanging around the school, so he clearly means it. Oh, he's nothing but scum. I'm going round there to beat him up. Well, that's what I said too, but we'd only land ourselves in trouble. I'm thinking of going to the police instead. What do you reckon? Oh, you're kidding, aren't you? They won't do anything. I say we sort him out ourselves, but quietly, so nothing can be traced back to us. Do you think we could? Yeah, I do. I'm ex-army, remember? And you can handle yourself. We could pull in Harry, too. Great idea. Oh, he's got a black belt in judo. Oh, karate, so Judy says. Apparently, Carmella was wittering on about his six-pack in the pub. 
I'm sure he'll be well up for it when he hears what Alistair's done. Alistair won't know what's hit him by the time we finish with him. Here's to the three Huntsford Musketeers. All for one and one for all. Can I have a word, Carmela? Of course, Vicky. You look like you've got the cares of the world on your shoulders. What's wrong? I'm worried about Bianca. I think she's started hanging out with a bad crowd from the Addington. I know she wants to make friends, but not that kind. Where do you get that information? They're not all bad kids on the estate. I went to visit a friend up there and I saw Bianca outside the chip shop with some kids who definitely do drugs. Everyone on the Addington knows them. Oh, it would break Sharon's heart if Bianca was into drugs. She's so proud of her going to college and getting that job with Judy. Are you sure? I know what I saw. Don't forget, I grew up with these people. I know all the little secrets. Do you think we should talk to Bianca? Or warn Sharon? No, not yet. We'll wait a week or two. Just because Bianca was with them, it doesn't mean she's using. We don't want to jump the gun just in case there's nothing going on. You're right. And I don't suppose a couple of weeks will make much difference. Exactly. Let's just keep our ears and eyes open. Sure. Thanks for listening, Carmela. Anytime, my friend. Hello, Judy. What brings you to Crystal Tips? Oh, Bianca's minding the shop, so I thought I'd pop round to see you. Good timing. I've been working all morning on the Halloween display, so I was just about to put the kettle on. Fancy our coffee? Oh, yeah, please. Wow, the display is looking amazing. Reclaim the real Halloween, the ancient festival of Samhain. Is that how our Halloween started? It's pronounced Samhain, but yes. The Celts celebrated the end of summer and the beginning of winter on November the 1st. And now we call it Halloween. Oh, I suspect it wasn't as commercial back then. No pumpkins or ghost costumes. Not quite. The end of summer meant harvest, so food storage, including pumpkins, formed a part of the festivities. But no trick-or-treating or ghost costumes? No, but the Celts believed that the dead walked among the living on that day. Don't you find that a bit creepy? Not at all. I like to think my husband can visit to see how happy I am and how well I'm using his money. Well, I understand, I think. Mm, talking of money, how's the business? Great. Sales are good. And I'm doing lots of tarot readings. You were right. Huntsford was a very good move. Oh, for me too. Circle of Life has really taken off. Who'd have thought that two new, slightly off-the-wall businesses could do so well in a sleepy market town? Oh, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Hello? Oh, hi, Neil. You sound breathless, Alison. No need to rush to answer my calls. I wasn't. Couldn't find my phone. And I was expecting someone else. Who's this someone else? Don't tell me I have a rival. 
He's the plumber who's coming to fix my boiler. He's late and I was afraid he might be ringing to cancel. Oh, sorry your boiler's broken, but I can distract you from your domestic woes. What are you on about? Have you heard of casters? Of course. They're those little wheels on the bottom of your sofa. Very funny. Think restaurants. Ah, oh, you mean that new place in Cambridge that costs an arm and a leg? Apparently you have to put your name down at birth to get a reservation. Or no, the maitre d', like I do. I've heard it's overpriced and pretentious. It's not. And the food's delicious. The other night at my place was great, but I'd like to take you somewhere special. How about I treat you to dinner there? Oh, maybe. When? It took a lot of persuading, but I've secured us a table for Thursday night. I can't do Thursday. <gasps> Why not? I'm going to Mrs Drew's house, to perm her hair. Can't you change her to a daytime appointment? No. She's housebound and wants to look smart when her son comes on Friday. I can't believe you're blowing me out for an old lady. That old lady has been a loyal client ever since I first qualified. And loyalty means a lot to me. Oh, sorry. There's my plumber. Gotta go. Bye. Hello, Alistair. Oh, you look tired. Have you been busy? I'm always busy, Chantel. Unlike you. I was busy too, but I still managed to get loads of wedding stuff sorted. Really? Do tell. I've booked the wedding car, the one you chose from the brochure. Are you sure it's the right one? Yes, the cream Jaguar. I circled the picture. Look. Okay. Did you remember the favours? Yes, all ordered to your specifications. Here's the order confirmation. Hmm, that seems to be all right. So, we just need to finalise the menu. I've already done that. Someone's been a busy bee. And I've organised my hen do. Is that so? Tell me, who's coming and where you're going? Ah, now that's my secret. For a happy marriage, the groom should never see the dress beforehand or know what the bride intends to get up to on her hen night. How can you be so childish and irresponsible? What do you mean? I'm not childish or irresponsible. Chantel, with your memory lapses, I need to know everything you do in case you get things wrong. But I write things down so I don't forget. I got everything right today. Really? What about the menu then? I ordered chicken, like we agreed. No, darling. We decided on beef, not chicken. Oh, but I'm sure we said chicken. See? That's precisely what I'm talking about. Season 6, episode 85 was written by Jean Fairburn and 86, Helen Cooley. Raymond was played by Ben West, Sharon Vicky Marchant, Moll Lynn Perriment, Dan Pete Warman, Bob Roger Ems, Vicky Elaine Lambdin, Carmela Fee Fish, Judy Sonia Anderson, Neil John Mountfort, Alison Jamie Kerchikay, Alastair Pratchett Ruddy, and Chantelle Becky Zarati. 
post-production engineer Sue Rodwell-Smith, Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Huntsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Huntsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.